0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Amory Score. I am Jackson Tyler, your host, joined by... Uh, Hi, it's me, Molly. Hello, that's Molly. We're here to talk to you about uh, Coheed and Cambria. If you've enjoyed the last couple episodes, uh, then welcome back. If you haven't listened, then... uh feel free to go and catch up with the amazing lore that is the Amory Wars, the story to Cohoed and Cambria's fucking songs. It's absolute bullshit. We're here to tell you about it. Please join us on this wonderful journey.
1: And you are going to need the first two episodes. Very, very important information contained in those first two episodes for the lore. For the, uh, so yes, for the sure lore. Make sure you do listen. Uh, today,
0: we are going to be continuing our discussion from last week's as the situation kind of... um it has a bit of a holdover in the story. Today's song is Everything Evil, the third song from the first album Second Stage Turbine Blade. And uh I guess we'll we'll kick off. We'll just jump right into it. What the fuck? Molly. <laughs> okay. My question is this. My question is, what the fuck? I have one question, what so,
1: the fuck? So so the answer uh is we see a few things happen. And it's a little weird because the lyrics don't exactly, you know, line up one-to-one with ha- with what's happening in this comic book. So I'm kind of uh, intuiting what's happening in the timeline here at the same time. Because some lines appear to come before uh, some others that would appear in other songs, uh, which kind of throws me for a loop here. But what's happening now uh, is that Coyote and Cambria... Yes, yeah, so where, where are we? Like, some summarize where are we? What has happened Cohen and Cambria have killed three children namely their own uh after <laughs> after the recommendation of Mayo Deftenwolf, uh he he told them that they needed to kill their kids to protect the galaxy basically uh yes. and they just went yeah got it so we have three dead kids one of them is uh engaged to another guy who did see the murder uh after he dropped her off at home. Uh, and I guess notably, Josephine, uh, the the fiancé child, uh, was also brutally attacked uh, by a gang before she was killed uh, by her own parents. So she's having a bad day. So uh, let me just, just get things in order here. So Josephine,
0: completely unrelated to this last week we talked about, uh, was assaulted uh, and raped by the Jersey City Devils, who are a gang. Uh, and the book, the book makes very clear that this was not just like an assault that came close and she escaped for no reason. And this has no bearing on the plot at all. It's the grossest fucking thing. And then she's like, oh, I need to get home. Uh, Patrick, drive me home. Oof, yeah. Uh, fainting. Uh, and Patrick drives her home and she, <laughs> uh, her, her siblings, Maria and uh Maria and Matthew were murdered by the strange virus that, like, fucked up their skin and their sleep. He gave them Which meant they had, like, a peaceful death. Yeah, it something. was a poison. Yeah. But it meant they had a peaceful death, but it looked really gross. So Coheed's like, I'm going to do something much more humane. Uh, I'm going to smack my eldest daughter to death with a hammer. With
1: a claw hammer.
0: With a claw hammer. And uh cambria's like i don't know about- oh no actually you're right honey and she's like look at me look at me dear look at me while fucking claudia is right behind her with yep. the hammer and
1: it's awful it's terrible it's the worst uh and patrick sees this uh screams holy shit and then runs away which is an appropriate reaction to that situation it is but then the panel which i'm gonna
0: put in the blog if i can please i'd like to put um uh, cap from the, the comic The panel of him running away is him like No feet on the ground Like he's been kicked out Of Doo door Yeah like he's jazzing the fresh Prince being thrown out of the back door And he's Like oh And what he's seen is this brutal murder And What
2: <laughs> uh,
1: These comics are incredible For the record <laughs> Uh, so after this, um, Mayo shows back up at the uh, Defton Wolf. No,pe not the Defton Wolf. Kilgannon, excuse me, Kilgannon household uh, to cart off Cohid and Cambria after they've killed their kids, done the job uh, because they're dangerous i robots.
0: Uh, uh, they're what again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, i robots probably.
0: Could you spell that for me?
1: Uh, I-R-O dash bots.
0: I would like to confirm uh, for the court <laughs> <laughs> that the, the I-R-O and the B is capitalized. It's yes. not I, comma Robot, the Will Smith movie no. or the Isaac Asimov book. Excuse me. It is I-R-O dash bot.
1: Listen, uh, yes. the song, listen, later in the song, they do do the I, Robot thing. So let let me live.
0: No, I'm not letting you live. I'm. It's. I'm. 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 There is one person who is getting roasted by these entire fucking podcasts, <laughs> and it's neither of
1: us. Yeah, that's true. Um. So, he shows up at their home, uh, and Coheed and Cambria have now figured out that they've been fooled. Just now. By uh, God, our children. <laughs> no, our kids. How could you do this? Uh. And they ask or uh, Mayo asks where Claudio is. He has not come home yet because he's stuck in traffic uh, after being on a date with his girlfriend, Nuo. Uh, and so what is Mayo says? Just use your psychic abilities and look in my mind to Cambria. And then you'll figure out what we're going to do to your kid. Uh, they're going to kill him. They're, we see a panel of him standing naked in front of a bunch of soldiers. <laughs>
0: What's amazing about that is it's like, what are you going to do to this third kid after you had the other three killed?
1: Yeah, He's going to really kill him, too. <laughs> oh, no. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, so after this, uh, Claudio kind of goes berserk here, uh, starts killing a bunch of people, all the soldiers in the room. For some reason, everybody's taken off guard by the fact that he can grow blades out of his arms when this is something they definitely should know.
0: Yes, this was not...
1: This is not <laughs> but, a surprise. Yes.
0: This is not a surprise at all. It, it's just a little bit of a surprise to me. There's like a dream at the start of the comic where he has blades in his arms, but a lot of this assumed knowledge about who the characters are that the book seems to be operating on isn't actually given to you. So we are describing it in a very confusing way, but that's that's not our fault.
1: Yeah, no, it's just it just happens. Um, the only reason that like we know that mayo and ryan should have knowledge of this is because of the prequel album year of the black rainbow uh in which they are involved in the creation of coheed and Camrya, i do believe
0: that is that is true yeah, i read so the novel
1: they should probably know uh that that's gonna happen uh anyway eventually uh, a lot of soldiers die they eventually trank dart uh both of them out and carry them away um afterwards, they are going to burn down the house, but a priest
0: and something called an Ostentine priest. So when we say priest, we mean another instance of a real world word that means something being used for some alien nonsense thing. So a priest is like a blue monster that is uh, listens to the commands of the mages in yes. order to kill people
1: yes it it is it is an assassin robot that yes has like transformer or not transformer terminator powers basically yeah both yeah yeah that's fair um so claudio arrives home uh he has no idea anything happened <laughs> kisses his girlfriend goodnight sends her away uh mentions that he hates oh no never mind that that's the wrong thing i thought he was saying he hated his girlfriend's name but she calls him grover before she drives away
0: Oh, okay, there are some subplots that we just don't need to get into. Listen, I'm
1: just saying. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a goof. Anyway. Anyway. um, So, Claudio goes inside and finds that one of the doors has been taken off the hinges and there's a lot of structural damage. Uh, and he finds Josephine lying on the floor dead after he slips in her blood and falls in it.
0: More amazing colliding of just ludicrous slapstick with uh, the worst plot choices known to man.
1: Yeah. Um, Turns out Claudio has some very special powers because he touches Josephine and she comes back to life momentarily. Uh, He, instead of panicking, uh, asks her to tell him what happened. Uh, And she explains everything that happened to her that day. Uh, the attack from the devils, and then the priest attacks both of them. So, in this, uh, I don't even know how to... Some of the lyrics are within this. I mean, let's just move it along
0: slightly and say there are two halves to the song. The first half is uh Claudio realizing yeah what not claudia uh, coheed realizing oh shit i murdered my kids yes that was a bad move and the second half is claudia coming home and speaking to his dead sister who he revived because he's a very special boy he's who does very special, special things. boy it's a very special boy uh and then that being interrupted by another attack from this like robot evil thing blue thing called a priest yeah. uh, and then him running away with his more special powers as she dies again she, as she dies again she dies again it's not it's not even the his like resurrection runs out she gets another death she on the dead kids and dead wives chart uh, as she counts as both a kid and a wife and dies twice this is one person who has four ticks <laughs> four on our ticks chart on the meter um so already off to a fantastic start here
1: the other thing worth noting is that the Anstantine priest does call him crowing which is going to come up a lot that is that is the name of his like it's the name of his powers and also what people refer to him as in the future just when
0: we say crowing please control F control R with special boy <laughs> Yes. And I think you'll understand the gist of where this is going. That
1: will cover it. Um, but his chief power is turning invisible and running away. He will do this yes. a lot. And, th- and that's the end
0: of the song for now. That's enough explain- explaining. We'll get to more next yes, time. Yes, we'll get to more next we've, time. We've gone beat by beat through the fucking garbage that happens uh, a lot in this episode. Uh. So I guess it's time to just go, what the
1: hell? What? Yeah, I boy i don't know that's a lot this brings an end to the
0: first act of like the album uh and the comics as well and the at the end of the song there's this uh piano interlude which is referred to as the time skip music it just means that and we're moving somewhere else now because yeah, yeah, we going on you need a uh, music cue for that uh but the um the point of that is is the this the fucking saga of all these kids being killed and murdered and everyone is it's over for now. We have finally reached a lull. These three songs bring that to a close. There is no more of that kind of death for now. For now. Uh, for now. But it's it's a ridiculous way to
1: begin like to be an introduction to a story. Just The introduction to the story they kill three of their own children. They get Tranquilizer darted and kidnapped one of those children. Was raped and attacked brutally, and also the child that didn't get attacked is the chosen one, has special powers, and ran away.
0: That's where we stand right now. It's bad. It's bad. We always bad. say that it's bad, but it's so bad.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's talk about the song "Everything Evil." Good.
0: Uh, it's weird. So, we have completely shifting tracks here. We have um, feelings on this song, which are complicated by like different versions. Uh, the actual song itself, which is playing right now in the background, is the... Um, I don't actually think it's that great. Uh, I really like the song, but I think it's a very bad recording or uh, performance of it. It doesn't play to any of the song's strengths.
1: Uh, yeah, the studio version is not nearly as good as any other live version I've heard in my life. Uh, <laughs> and I've sought quite a few out.
0: And it's not just like, that's not a general thing with the band, or like we're always going to say, oh, live was much better, ho ho. Uh, that's specific to this song, which uh, the, the studio version has a lot of, um, like the guitars aren't as distorted. Uh, the singing's kind of higher. It doesn't get anywhere as punchy, and this song has a lot of uh, like hard shifts and big moments where like the crowd is singing along on the live versions, and I really like that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's like that. This is the. Like, I mean, this album was originally a bunch of demos that the label were like, "This is actually good enough to put out. You're not going to record them again." Uh, and th- that this is where this that's like the most um, apparent, I think.
1: Yeah, I think there is another demo version that comes on like the special edition of this doesn't sound much different there is yeah Uh, but
0: it's still a decent song uh on the album the we i will have inserted one of the live versions uh i guess we'll do it right here because uh the actual song itself has like it it is also split in half around the story point so you have the first half of um coheed realizing everything and then the music completely shifts uh and it begins with uh, Josephine's monologue to Claudio for the rest of the song.
1: also that part is amazing it's where the song gets awesome yes it's it's where everything gets really good i admittedly really like drum intro uh to everything <laughs> evil i think it's very good um yes. and then once it because sh- everything after that until it shifts it's it's fine it's listenable uh and then it shifts and this is why you waited two and a half minutes because it's uh, amazing
0: yeah, no. the The first half of the song is fine. I don't think it's that great, but when you hit the "Stay Until Wednesday" bit, everything from there till the end is excellent. Uh, and
1: the problem, the problem is, it it sounds like extremely hopeful and good, uh, when in reality, what happens in the, his story is that everyone is dead and he has to run away now.
0: It sounds like this weird. Like, the song itself sounds like this uh, emo kind of romance song. Yeah. Uh, but it's his dead sister. It's his dead sister. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the actual song, there's, there's, there's um, uh, a bit in the middle it's uh, like. Let, let me find the lyrics.
1: Oh, we're going to get to the uh, lyric reading now.
0: Uh, so, the, the bit where the song gets really good has these lyrics, which are um stay until wednesday and write me a childlike letter pretending at war here in thursday let's make this our last day at home by the fence which sounds ridiculous but by the standards of like claudio's lyrics so far is actually a thing you can understand yeah like it's evocative. It gives a tone. It works with the music. It's kind of crazy. That's not been how it's worked until now.
1: Right, yeah. Now, everything everything kind of makes sense here, and it sounds good, and, you know, this is our last day at home, and then it cuts into, like, this big sweeping uh, won't-you-run bit, uh, which is also extremely good. Uh, and, it, and it sounds like, hey, let's run away together, is what it. it, it the emotion it gives me is, hey... You know let's run away together but no
0: no so it's it's one of the things where the song itself is like really cool and we have a bunch of like hashtag teen feelings about it but they don't mesh with the actual song itself uh that was not the official lyric reading because those are decent enough lines yeah okay uh, let's
1: get the, let's get the bad stuff
0: uh so here we go this is verse two I will stage a reenactment in a false pretense, exist, inflict. Unworthy unconsciousness. Why debate when the action's suppressed? Then kill the acquitted. What the, fuck <laughs> the,
1: song what the, f- the fuck is any of that? The song oh, is nonsense. The fuck is any of that? The first half of this song is absolute nonsense. <laughs>
0: It's something it's boy oh boy it's something so we come to the part where we must give the song a score uh, but it is the we are giving a score to the version of the song that exists on the album so
1: yeah uh, the version uh, that exists on the album is probably like a five or six I can't yeah. I'm not sure which I want to lean because that second half is still really good on the album but but it's still connected to the first it's half. It's still connected the to the first half. It's probably a five.
0: Yeah, I'm giving it a six because I apparently always go one high. <laughs> <and each. laughs>
1: That's fair. I mean, I, yeah, I'm torn between it because I still really love this song, but only for the second half, which, you know, you still have to get through the first three minutes or whatever it is to get to the good second half
0: this will change as these are the the first three tracks are like the song when i listen to the album like you often stop after this track so yeah give you a preview of where we're going next
1: the next let's see how many songs are on this album 11 songs i think it is total and this is four i usually skip the next five and go to the last two (laughs)
0: pretty much yep so where can we find you on the internet?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y-E-R and at AudioEntropy.com where I record a bunch of other podcasts as well.
0: You can find me at Headfalls Off on Twitter and AbnormalMapping.com for a bunch of other podcasts on our network. Uh, the website for this podcast is AbnormalMapping.com slash TAS if you just want to find the episodes we've put out. So thank you for listening.
1: Yeah, thank you. This
0: was a wild ride. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's one of the better uh one of my favorite songs off the first album uh and one of the worst parts of the story
0: ah boy is it we'll see you next time have a good one
1: bye
2: the table